Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Dino Chakotis, and if you've seen anything animated on Disney from Warner Brothers, Universal, Sony, the Cartoon Network, then you've most likely seen the amazing work of our guest, Rafael Rosado, one of the most sought-out storyboard artists in the country, tonight on Whiskey Business. Hi, I'm Dino Tripodos, and welcome to Whiskey Business. Ah, yes, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. This is what I do for a living. I'm in radio. I podcast. I write. I make films from time to time. And but drink. And, 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 <laughs> and I drink. Well, I didn't know that was actually well, supposed to be part of my job, but uh, apparently We're telling truths today. But, but Well, one of the truths, <laughs> one of the truths is that when I was a, a young boy, and I think I may have mentioned it on the podcast before, I actually had the thought like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I thought I wanted to be a cartoonist. Because in the, in, in the back of uh, some magazine, let's say, let's say Boy's Life. <laughs> okay, or Boy's po- Life. Or Popular Mechanics. <laughs> One of those ancient magazines. There was like, if you can draw this turtle, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you may have the, a career a as a cartoonist or a professional artist. The and turtle. I actually did a pretty good job nice. of drawing the turtle. And realized that that was the only goddamn thing I could draw was to copy the turtle. Was it Tippy Turtle? It might have been Tippy Turtle. It might have been Tippy the Turtle. I just remember it was kind of a, it wasn't really hard to draw, but you know, it was just one of those ways to to send in and and join some art school by mail and and start on a a career as an illustrator or an artist or a cartoonist. Well, obviously that that didn't stick. (laughs) And I realized that the extent of my talent in respects to art uh, was limited. Um, I still had it's limited at turtles. <laughs> yeah. Limited at, at turtles. One and, turtle. Yeah, yeah. One, turtle. <laughs> one turtle. Then I always thought that maybe I could actually write the words ah. of a cartoon strip and let somebody else do the artwork. But I never, I never was able to partner up with the right person. And obviously, those dreams were dashed. And here I am today. <laughs> but. <laughs> Why, why, why am I talking about uh, animation and cartoons and, and art? Because our guest tonight on Whiskey Business, and I, I, don't, I, I said it in the tease, I, I don't think that's, that's too grand to say that you're one of the most sought-out storyboard artists in the country, given your work. Rafael Rosado is with us, finally. We've tried oh. to book him on the podcast Thank two or three you. different times, no. scheduling conflicts. But seriously, people, if you... If you watch anything on any of the the networks be it from disney uh like i said universal most recently for me and i'm and i'm sorry that they've come to an end the mike tyson mysteries oh yeah on, yeah, on the yeah. cartoon yeah, network oh they might bring they might bring it back they might bring it back yeah. oh and, and, and in his spare time this 
you know, a, a book, not one. There's three now. This mm-hmm. we'll talk about this a little bit as well. This is mm-hmm. this is amazing. Oh, also, I mean, it's it's beautiful and it's and it's. Oh, that's wow. my baby. Wow. That's my real baby. That's your real baby. Yeah. This is the baby. We'll talk about your baby. What's it called? Giants beware. Love it. And then there's uh, monsters beware, and there's dragons beware, and uh, I heard that uh, the next one is Trumpers beware. Is <laughs> 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 the, the next one? In the I, I am working. We're working on a different one, a young adult graphic novel. But I can tell you more about it. Later. Oh yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, no, we'll talk, we'll talk about it. But we're excited. Our guest <clears throat> bottle tonight, before Hansberry does a little bit of the business, and we dig in a little deeper with Raphael. Is uh, you guys have never had this before? I, I've been sipping at it uh, throughout the pandemic. It's um, good. This is uh, Jack Daniel's Rested Tennessee Rye Whiskey. This was their second attempt, I believe, at uh, putting out a rye What whiskey. does rested mean? Rested. Just what it means. It's just rested. It's just rested rye. It's just sitting just around. Sitting is around. it like sitting uh, with the tequila reposado or whatever? Yeah. Is that the same thing? Reposado. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I That's didn't realize it, it was. Uh, right. I tasted I didn't realize it was rye. And I tasted it. I go, what is this? It's really good. So you like it? Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I oh, was, you do? I didn't expect it. I was expecting something okay, sweet. Because this one came, it's a little sweet. And, but and, it's a little funkier, and, too. And what Jack Daniels did is they wanted to, uh, you know, th- this was the first time they came out with a, a new mash bill of any sort for their rye. They could have gone someplace else and and brought something sure. in and called it Jack Daniels, right? But no, they went there. And it's young. It's two years old. Now, since then, the Jack Daniels single barrel rye has eclipsed it and, and made it much, they made it much better. But that one came out with mixed reviews. Nobody 2013, hated it. 2013, it says. Nobody hated it, but not everybody was, you know, nobody went bonkers over it either. I like it, you know, and it's only 80 proof, so, you know, some of the, Whiskeys that we've I had mean, on is the show. Jack Daniels known now for like more refined kind of. They still herbs. make they still make the Jack Daniels. See, that's to me that's pretty smooth for a little. It's bit really of good. It's only eighty it's proof. Only proof though. It's sweet. Oh. It's got a little bit of a little little pipe tobacco-y, little tobacco-y mm, taste very, to it. It's yeah. very spicy. No, no, I don't think it's very spicy. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, I'm gonna need some more. Uh, to the spice <laughs> character. <laughs> you can have as much as you want. Um, yeah. But uh, but I like it, and I, and I like the fact that they they went into the world of rise as well, um, doing what they do. So you can just help yourself. I think that two, because it's a two year, maybe that's why I'm getting a little more of that spice level. You know, a little spice and a little, not, you know little little citrusy a little bit too. Yeah. Uh huh. Citrusy. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. Very good. But uh, yeah. Can you still our, buy this, or is it is it done? Is it? Uh, oh, I'm sure you could find it somewhere, but, maybe. But no. at the time, you know, it was a. I think it was a limited release. They only had so much of it. But like I said, they moved on to now their single barrel rise, and they're really refining. This is batch uh, number two. The art of rye. Yeah. So do you guys? Do you guys drink bourbon every day? Just about. You think? That's my we are we, we we we've had some scotches. I mean, it's your business on the show. We yeah. had some scotches <laughs> on the show, but not too much. And rye's yeah. and bourbons and scotches. Uh, we want to get more. We're going to try more scotches. I think this year. And uh, more scotches this year. And also, uh, my daughter's boyfriend over the holidays, uh, we've never gone into the Japanese whiskey. I'm looking forward to that. So, oh. yeah, there's a Japanese I'm worried that I'm going to like it. And then I'm going to be like, yeah, oh, yeah, God, yeah. Now it's up there on the, the, Japanese in, the, stuff, in, the yeah. in the Tower of Power that you can't see from this angle, but it's up there in the, towards the top behind the Elmer T. Lee. Quick, John, do a cutaway. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's up there. Look that um, way. 
Yeah. <laughs> Turn hey, look, a squirrel. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and, and speaking of whiskey, let me get a little, I'll start the business. Okay, if you go will. ahead. Yeah. Um, we're very excited that the barrel selection we did for Watershed Distillery, which is right here in Columbus, Ohio, a whiskey business selection, uh, is ready to be released later this month. We'll be doing another podcast with Greg Lemon and, uh, and, and uh, the folks there at Watershed to uh, present this bottle, I'm which punk. will be available in the bottle shop at Watershed Distillery. And our, our logo will be on there along with everything from Watershed awesome. as well. When we were talking about it, we're going to make we, a big we deal. Well, about well it. that, and we don't really remember what it tastes like. Right. <laughs> what are the tasting notes? What are the tasting notes? We tasted remember, so many. Like I, was, we went through, I think, four or five. We tasted four or five barrels. I remember wow. it being really, it was, it it was, was awesome. It, it was good. But uh, yeah, I got a phone call today about, I need to get your tasting notes. I'm like, tasting notes? I don't remember. So you guys got to pick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. So we, we got to actually select this particular barrel okay. of watershed whiskey, which is huge because yeah. watershed is growing in leaps and bounds. And yeah. the fact that there's an actual whiskey business selection, it's, I don't know. I feel it's like, awesome. I feel it's like cool. we've arrived. It's cool. On, on, on some level. So more details about that when we get closer to it. But in the middle month, uh, in the middle of the month there in February should be about the time that we uh, record something with the boys. Other business, we want to thank the Evergreen Podcast Network, of course, for being our podcast family yep. and putting whiskey business out there to the uh, Americas and anywhere else that people might be listening to our podcast. The whole world, not just the no, Americas. No, not just the Americas. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Evergreen Podcast. Two people com. in Germany, I think. Really? Yeah, really? One in Australia, four in London. <laughs> We're growing. Nice. And probably some in Puerto Rico after this. All right. Yes. Yeah, right? Uh, right? Uh, yes. I, I got We're so growing. many questions for you. I got so many questions for you. Oh, but yeah, man. a little bit of business. Puerto Rican whiskey. I think you're no such thing. But exactly. The best, we got to tap into the market. The best rum and the best rum in the world. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Very come true. On. Very true. Uh, whiskey business. Whiskeybusinesspod.com is our yeah. website. You can find all of our archives, including the episode Dino was talking about, where uh, with we did the tasting with Watershed. It was kind of fun and. Uh, I'm actually going to have to go back and watch it to remember what, <laughs> what we actually picked oh, out. you get the taste notes from that one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then duh. Not, we're just going to go watch <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. Okay. But you, you can barely read the notes. Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's our notes. Just a bunch of scribbles. Uh, <laughs> we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, check us out on YouTube. If you're subscribe, if you're listening and subscribing on your favorite podcasting app right now, uh, make sure to check us out on YouTube. Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. John does a great job of uh, posting these these episodes uh, unedited on YouTube and a bunch Sometimes. of other stuff. Yeah, most uh, times. Most, most of the time. Most of the times I try to clean them up, and John puts he keeps all the nonsense in. So be careful, Raphael. Oh, any yeah, yeah. Any, okay. any dumb stuff you do, I might try to clean up. But he's he's got. If you, you have any what we call podcast remorse. Mm. I think we're the ones that actually I'll keep that in mind. Well, let's see after so many of these. (laughs) Raphael's already on poor number two. (laughs) I mean, he's got to catch up. It's whiskey business. (laughs) I'm, you know, but uh, that's about it. Thanks for subscribing and uh, word of mouth. You know, tell all your friends about it. And uh, yeah, stay tuned because hopefully we'll have some more info on the on that uh, new bottle out. I'm very pleased to have Raphael Rosado with us. Would you consider yourself to be all the above or more specifically one of these? Uh, an animator, a storyboard artist, a writer, a director. What, what, when people say, hey, what do you do for a living? What do you tell them? Uh, I say I'm a cartoonist. A cartoonist. Yeah, because okay. I think that encompasses everything I do. Um, 
you know, and, and sometimes, you know, people think a cartoonist you just draw like caricatures or some ridiculous yeah, thing like that's that. Because you know? I, I was like, we're interviewing this cartoonist, but I was like, but I'm sure he's like probably way more talented than you. Like, I, mm-hmm. I thought that that was like a not as uh, fancy of a term. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> didn't give you as much credit. And, you know, doing caricatures, that's a whole skill unto itself that I don't have. Mm-hmm. I have a good friend in town that does caricatures at the... Uh, Seriously, you <clears throat> couldn't do a caricature? You couldn't... Uh, it's hard, it, man. That's It's really hard. Somebody puts a gun to your head and says, well, oh, I want I a mean, caricature. You <laughs> can do it. In that case, I'll Make get my the head bigger. Yeah. caricature <laughs> ever. I, I want to be on a skateboard. Yeah, yeah, I, want <laughs> a, I want a big head. No, I want really small hands. <laughs> like, like I always, you know, I've been trying to draw my family for years, my wife, and it just never looks right. Because it's, it, you know... It, it's all about the proportions and everything, every feature in your face. And, you know, you move things just slightly and it changes. But anyway, I tell her, I'm like, you're just too beautiful. Yeah, for me, I just go. can't capture you. I just can't capture you. Wow, really? And she buys that? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> you get away with that? That's pretty good. You're, you're more than a cartoonist. If you can actually <laughs> smooth that one over. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, but, yeah, but I mean, you know, growing up... Um, yeah, I was always drawing cartoons from the get-go, even as a little kid. I mean, I, my parents actually kept these drawings I was doing when I was three and four, you know. And you were drawing back then? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because that was one of my questions. When did you start, you know, putting uh, whatever you used at the time? A yeah, pencil, yeah, yeah. a pen, a crayon, a, yeah. a marker? Well, so my dad's an artist. My really? grandfather was an artist. My uncle. There's actually a bunch of artists and, and my dad's side of the family somehow so it's in the genes it's in the genes for sure yeah, yeah. and uh and because he was an artist well you know he didn't he, he wasn't an artist for a living i mean he ended up working as an engineer at, the, at, a, at a refinery and you know but he still did stuff on the side um but anyway just having him for a father that stuff was always encouraged mm-hmm. you know and and you know i mean how kids know that you know, I want to be a firefighter, or policeman, or whatever. I, I always knew that I wanted to be an artist from since I was little. You know, so there was never any question. You know that I was going to do something along those lines. You know, so a lot of stuff on the refrigerator at your house that you did. Uh, no, more on the walls. On the walls, <laughs> you do yeah. on the walls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents actually, uh, they let me when I was about. 10 or 11 or something they let me have a wall in my room to make a mural that's tight yeah right so i did a mural and you know my dad helped me out a little bit at 10 yeah 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 you were able uh, to conceive what you wanted well because i always had these characters i was always drawing you know so like the you know these goofy superheroes and stuff um so i drew those characters um but then once it was finished i just kept you know i kept wanting to paint walls you know so I started doing little paintings on the on the outside of the house, and when they caught me, they're like, "What the hell? We give you a whole wall? That's not enough. That's not enough for you." Oh, they were so pissed. But that's awesome. Yeah. Started making making art on the walls outside. Yeah, yeah. I just but you know I did them low enough that they wouldn't <clears throat> see them. Mm-hmm. But they hit around. Hit yeah, a little bit. I would hide them a little bit, but they found them. 
What paper wasn't uh, cutting it for you? No, right. man. Once you get that taste of the mural, yeah, yeah. got to go big, right? Yeah, got to go big. If you, if you're done like tagging, you know, like I, I'm amazed by those artists again. It's oh yeah, level completely. No, I mean I've done some, I've been, but not like on a on a train or right, right. I mean, you know, yeah, on a boxcar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole different deal. Did you go? Did, did you study art as well? When did you go? When you went to school? Did you go to school for this? Or yeah. So, I actually went to film school with this guy right here. Yeah. Uh huh. I yeah. know. I want to. I'll get to that too. You guys have a a history of, of working together on yeah. quite a few things. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I so I started uh, in fine arts at uh, UC. But as a kid, I was al- I was always making animated films also. So I was doing the comic books, and then I was making, uh, doing animation. Um, like I watched an episode when I was a kid. There was an episode of, of Sesame Street that sh- you know had, they had these kids doing stop motion, like mm-hmm. cutout animation. Mm-hmm. And my dad had a super camera, so I'm like, I want to do that. Can you help me out? He's like, Yeah, I can help you out. So I still have the little film. I mean, there's all these. Oh, cool. There's like three or four different segments, you know. So then I just kept doing that um, over the years. Uh, but, you know, I, I was never sure which way to go, you know. Uh, so, I, so I did the one year of uh, fine arts and I took a film class over there. I'm like, you know, what? I think I really just want to make films. So I transferred to Ohio State. But when I was here at Ohio State, I, I was still taking art classes. And, and there were a couple of animation classes at the, at the department, too. So. Mm-hmm. I just make the best of it, but what was your first big break? Um, let me think. I mean, I did some goofy stuff, like not so goofy, but so in at the film was department. Was it actually goofy for Disney? Right. <laughs> no, I yeah. wish no, no. But um, you might have heard of him, Goofy. <laughs> in, at at, uh, at our film department, you know, we we're still sh- still shooting film, sixty millimeter, mm-hmm. and they had uh, a couple of old school animation stats, you know, like 60 millimeter, you know, with the camera up here and the, you shoot the artwork and, um, and there was one camera that was computer assisted that, you know, a former student, uh, actually just set it up so you could run a computer. But this was so long ago that the programs were still on punch tape. And the wow. computer looked, it was the size of a refrigerator, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. So, and then eventually he switched it to a PC. But but anyway, so I learned how to use that camera. Um, and so I was always, like, doing different experiments on it. People wanted to, you know, I was always filming, like, people's credit rolls mm-hmm. and stuff, you know. Um, and helping some professors with, you know, documentaries and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Doing the Ken Burns thing, you know, mm-hmm. zooming in on a picture, yeah, yeah. that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. but well, but then doing all that, I mean, how's a, you, how do you go from there to working on things like Life with Louie, <laughs> Where in the World is Carmen San Diego, Extreme Ghostbusters, The Batman, The Venture Brothers, Curious George, just to name a few, uh, just to name a few. <laughs> well, okay, all right, and, all right. All of these. What, what's remarkable about all of these? Is that as far as the animation and the artwork goes, they're all different. Yeah. 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 They're all different. But you directed some of the, the Godzilla ones, didn't you? Uh, I, di- I directed uh, some of the Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. Um, Men in Black. 
some other no, stuff. I, I mean, I, I, I could, I could keep, I could, well, list, I, so, I could talk for five minutes and just list your credits. <laughs> I mean, go ahead. <laughs> let's bore the audience. But um, so at the time, you know, when I was at, in school, um, you know, Jeff Smith, who does yeah. Bone, you know, local, you know, legend. Yeah, kind of, kind of big in that world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So him and, and another guy, uh, Jim Cameron and Marty Fuller, who was another student at, at the film department, they started an animation studio. Um, and, uh, you know, they started just doing commercials, and eventually they moved into uh, doing some TV work. like uh, it Hot Donut? Hot, well, no, it was Character Builders. Character Builders, yes. Okay. Which ended up becoming Hot Donut later on. Yeah. I'm glad you. Yeah, I'm glad you asked me to mention them. Character builders. <laughs> Did you say hot donut? Had, yeah, yeah that, was a, that was the second one. <laughs> okay. But character builders, um, you know, and they they uh, they built quite a reputation, like in the country, you know. So they ended up doing um, work for all the studios in LA. They um, they actually worked on Space Jam. They did a lot of work on Space Jam. They went to LA to to work on the uh, the storyboards and then they had their own little animation unit here in Columbus for Space Jam. Oh wow. So I mean people don't know that but I mean you watched and the original Space Jam and, and a huge part of that movie is character builders. You know, their their work. And, and that's where you that's who you got in with and, Yeah, yeah. And, and, so I started working started. over there. I did an internship and then I ended up working over there. And uh and it was it was really cool because it was such a small place that you end up doing all these different jobs. You know, when usually when you work in animation, you do one job, you know, because just because of the nature of the business and, and the, uh, the assembly line sort of method. Um, but over there, I, you know, I, I started training as an animator. We're first an assistant animator then an animator that I was doing layouts and, and all, you know, and then I ended up directing some some commercials and stuff. Um, but then eventually, um, we started getting work on all these different shows like Life with Louie, um, a show called Beethoven based on the, on the movie from way back. The, uh, the big St. Bernard, the dog. Yeah, so yeah. And yeah. Life with Louie was about Louie Anderson. Louis Anderson. Yeah, I remember all these. Louis this was like recently yeah. passed away. And, uh, like, what was like, what, mid nineties? Early to mid nineties. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, I, that's when I was like. Ten, yeah, and, you know what I mean. So I was watching all <laughs> watching those shows. Yeah. Yeah. Life, Life with yeah. Louie was yeah. was hugely yeah. was was a huge success. It was very popular. And uh, Bobby's World yeah. was all, Bobby's World was at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so basically, I, you know, that's that was my training ground. And you'd be amazed how many amazing people have come out of. of and you did all that from Columbus. Columbus. Sorry, not to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, the studio was in Worthington, actually. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So they had a, a little shop in that right there in their downtown Worthington, you know. And then they moved up the street. They got a, a bigger space and then another bigger space when they had the bigger jobs. Um, but yeah, but anyway, so so Character Builders was sort of like, and an, I mean, look at it, looking at it now, all the people that have come out of that place, it was like an incubator of like incredible talent. Um, I mean, a couple of Pixar guys came from there or hot donut the, the, the mm-hmm. place after character right, what is hot donut okay so <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard hot donut what so is hot donut well, so years 
you know, many years after character builders uh, were gone, and the studio split up. But one of the principals, Jim Cameron, opened up his own studio, and that's what he named it. I don't know. I think he liked hot donuts. I don't know. I, I've never found that. Um, but anyway, so that was sort of like <laughs> so. Hot donut was an actual company. It was an actual yeah. company. It was an actual studio that he Not had an actual project that you yeah no, 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 no. Done together. He had the coolest. I got to say, I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He wanted a hot donut. But I mean, he he. Uh, he was leasing one of those big uh, houses on Town Street across from, like, the Topiary Park. Right. That was the studio, man. It was really cool. Um, but anyway, so that, that was another incubator of talent right there. Hot Donut. Um, there's this guy, Dan Scanlon, who's one of the big guys at Pixar now. He directed uh, Monsters University and uh, another movie. Anyway, um, a bunch of people have come out of those two uh, studios and i don't know it's weird that people don't even realize that because mm -hmm. it's not yeah. okay yeah. but so yeah you, uh, an incubator full of talent you yourself included but you spent how many years in in, in california in los angeles five? Oh yeah it wasn't even that long okay right about but three. how do you how do you oh so what was it that graduated you what was it who said like damn come on well so what happened was um we were, I think we were working on Life with Louie or something, one of those. <clears throat> and there were a whole bunch of us working on all these different projects. And then, I don't know, I don't remember exactly the, the circumstances, but character builders had to lay us off around Christmas, you know. And I was like, damn it, this is bullshit, <laughs> kind of, you know, Christmas, you know. So, so I always meant to make the move, but it just seemed like such a daunting scary thing you know mm -hmm. um but once that happened i was like you know what if i'm not gonna do it now when am i gonna do it so i actually called up the studio uh that was doing life with louis i called the producer i'm like hey i'm thinking about moving out there and i'm working on your show already so can you would you hire me if i move out there he's like yeah just come right out you know that's awesome so <laughs> yeah so it's i mean easy. <laughs> well but that's you know it yeah. was it was a very special circumstance the fact that i actually had a job right, going right, there right. as yeah. opposed to most people that just show up in town and that's, try to find uh, hi the dino chapota story yeah yeah, yeah. about the la you got a job no yeah <laughs> yeah you like waiting tables <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to the comedy club and then we'll make it work yeah yeah no they didn't have a job well actually i did have a job but that's another story uh, but yeah, but so that was like, I mean, that was kind of a lucky break, just having that set up already and not having to experience too much struggle. I mean, moving to a new town is a, it's a struggle anyway. But, well, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, nah, I'm not begrudging Columbus, but Columbus isn't Los Angeles. I mean, there's a whole that's a whole different environment, a whole different vibe, oh, yeah. a whole different way of, of life, depending on how you live life in L.A. I was poor when I lived in Los <laughs> Angeles, so I didn't get to experience it in the grand fashion but you went out with a gig and a job. Oh, uh, yeah. And it led to more jobs. Well, it's funny because, you know, so a bunch of my buddies from OSU were there, too. You know, already they moved out there. So, you know, I ended up making pretty decent coin, but my friends were still broke, you know. Oh, and yeah. so it's kind of like, ah, let's go out. Man, all right. <laughs> uh, we can do this or that. Anyway, it was all good. Um, but so, yeah, so I, so I ended up at that studio. Uh, it was called Hyperion. And... Uh, they, they also did a movie called uh, Rover Dangerfield. 
It was an animated film based on <laughs> you worked you worked on Rover Dangerfield Rover Dangerfield <laughs> yeah well that was character builders character builders worked on oh, Rover Dangerfield so it was, a, it was a dog version of Rodney Dangerfield yeah I think yeah. he did the voice right yeah. he did the voice and, <laughs> and he was it was like this dog that lived on a farm and he looked like they got no respect yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he had the bug eyes. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I vaguely remember. It was a funny, it was a pretty funny movie from what I remember. But anyway, that same studio is the same studio that was doing Life with Louie and all this, you know, Itsy Bitsy Spider and, you know, some of the features. It's available for $1.99 uh, on Apple Plus. Oh, it is? Yeah, nice. Wow. Who knew? Yeah, yeah, yeah there you yeah. go. I remember that. Yeah. Well, look up. There's another movie that Character Builders worked on called Baby Skits. What is it oh, called? Baby's Baby's kid. Kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Baby's Kids. Didn't they become? Didn't they? Was that a, a movie or was that it was a, a show? movie? Like, but I, it was like based. Bay Bay. It was a comedian. Yeah, Baby's Bay Bay. Bay Kids. The comedian. Ah, I'm trying to remember what his name was. Because it was kind of like based on his comedy. Yeah. It was a black guy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And he died really young, like mm. not that many years after the movie. Huh. Um. Don't know. God. It's, no, no, shame on me. I, I come from the comedy background. I should know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So, 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 character builders. Actually, I think that was the first big project I worked on when I when I went over there. Um. So, so anyway, I ended up at this studio called Hyperion, which is no longer around. And so I, you know, so I was working on Left with Louie, and then I, I worked on some other stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. And. Um, I don't know if it's, you know, the Midwest work ethic or whatever, but, you know, they, they noticed that I was like, I was just always busting my ass. And if they needed extra work, I would volunteer and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, one of the producers took notice and she's like, you know, I have a friend at, uh, at Warner Brothers that I want you to meet because, you know, uh, maybe he can get you over there. So... And then the ball starts rolling. Yeah, it just went from there. Warner Brothers, Sony, Universal. Like I said, the list goes on and on. Cartoon Network. Who owns the Cartoon Network? Somebody owns that. Yeah. Well, that's Warner Brothers. That's Warner Brothers. That's yeah. part of the car- they were part of the Cartoon Network. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so much stuff. And like I said, all of them. You know, there, there's it. You can't point at any one of those and say. Well, that's Rafael Rosado because they're all you, but they're all different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. <clears throat> well, that's part of the the. the uh, that's to me. That's ex- that goes beyond talented. That goes. That's extremely talented, because at a high level too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, oh, keep talking. Come on. The, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, life with Louie, pretty high level. Because uh, they all look so incredibly. Different. So I mean, wh- where's your head? I mean, what are you thinking when yeah. you when you start to create these? These images, uh, what what's the, what's the process? I mean, well, so you know, part of my skill set is being able to draw on all those different styles. You know, because mm-hmm. a lot of people in animation, I mean, they can do like cartoony stuff, you know, like kid stuff or action adventure stuff. And I've been able to go back and forth between the two. Um, <clears throat> and uh, you know, I mean, that's just like. Some of it's just being hungry and just wanting to keep working. Yeah. Can you do that? Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah exactly. You just figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never say no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, sometimes I'll be working on, on two gigs at the same time. Um, so I'll be drawing Transformers 
you know, the first part of the day and the second part of the day I'm working on Curious George or something. That, well, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, you, you're saying you're working on the shows. Like, give me, I mean, I know it was different, but like, what's a day look like? I mean, what are you doing? Are you just sitting there drawing like slides? <laughs> well, or they so, say, we need a new character. Or, you know, what do you no, do so what I do, so, so storyboarding, which is what I mostly do. I mean, sometimes I'll do some directing or character design or whatever. But and this is what you're doing back, you know, as you're uh, back over there. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and some directing and, and a lot of storyboarding. Um, basically, it's like I said, animation's like this sort of uh, assembly line in a way, you know. So storyboarding is at the, it's at the beginning of the process where you're basically visualizing the story. What it looks like. Yeah, you're coming up with the shots and the acting um so when i get an assignment you know i'll get a script uh oftentimes i'll get a, a audio track which is the act you know the recorded script of the actors and they edit it do like they do a, that first most of the time you should draw the draw to the recording yeah 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 so so as i'm going through the script if i have a track i can listen to the track and get a sense of what the acting is going to be like mm-hmm. for the characters and stuff so they send me that. They send me um, all the backgrounds, the, all the background designs, all the character designs, um, and they'll do turnarounds for all the characters. So you get to learn how to draw the characters and all these different angles and stuff. Um, so I have all this material in front of me, and then so it's my job to basically be like a director, really, and just come up with the shots. Um, the continuity you know shot by shot to shot continuity of the story and and you know put some style in there and, and some acting and you know it's a lot i mean yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of different balls you have to sure. juggle. I mean, yeah a lot of juggling a lot of balls and with something like on, on the like i'm gonna go with something that, that like i said it just cracked me up made me laugh and it was just so out there the mike tyson mysteries yeah cartoon network yeah, yeah, did yeah. you meet mike tyson I didn't. Nah. You didn't ever never nah. got to meet Mike Tyson. Never, never all, you to meet deal, all you had, all you had, was the voice track and 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 go from there. Or I mean, yeah, uh, but he was actually he was actually involved in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. know. But I'm, I'm yeah. saying, so you never got a chance to. I never got a chance to meet him, but man, I don't know if that enhanced your meeting Mike Tyson. What it enhanced? Oh, I'm, your, I'm sure would have been pretty awesome. Yeah, you know, what but, it, with the and I do all due respect to Mike Tyson. Like part of the charm of that is how terrible it is. <laughs> like yeah. his, oh, his yeah. acting is. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and he's in on the joke too. Yeah, That's yeah, the cool yeah, thing yeah, about it. Yeah. And at the very end of these shows, if you've ever seen them, they actually like show him sitting there. Yep. And he does like a. a and he's wearing lines. the the the, the tracksuit. Yeah. You know, that's <laughs> like the uniform of the team. Yeah, um, I know, but I kept I kept watching. I couldn't get enough of it. It's a great show. I, 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 I watched the next one. The and next I, one. I just love like the fifteen minute uh, format too. I, that's a whole other conversation, but I love it. They told me a funny a funny story that, um, so you know, on on, on shows. They'll have different swag for the crew and stuff. Sometimes it's a shirt or jacket or whatever. Right. I think on the first season of Mike Tyson, they had uh, a tattoo, you know, like a temporary tattoo uh, of that tattoo he has on his face. face tattoo, you know? yeah. <laughs> so some people did it, but it was more than temporary. Like it lasted for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> did you do it? Did you no, do it? Man, no. uh-uh. They're walking around with this Mike Tyson. That's hilarious. <laughs> Grumbling All right, so you're doing well. So you're doing well in Los Angeles. You know, you're, you're making bank. You're working. You got good gigs. Yeah. You decided to come back to Columbus, Ohio. Why? Um, well, I got married, and and my wife had a hard time uh, 
you know, with the pace of life in L.A., I mean, it's... it's, it's uh, um, yeah, if you if you, you can get lost in the shuffle. It, oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's it can be really brutal if, you know... Like I said, I mean, when I moved there, I had a gig. I had somewhere to go every day. You know, it's not like I was hitting the pavement every day or whatever. Um, and sometimes, I, you know, when I think of L.A., I don't understand why people that don't want to be in the business move there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not a beautiful city. Once you get outside, it's gorgeous. I mean, yeah. mountains and the ocean, whatever. Um, so it can be tough. But anyway, so we decided to move back, and uh, and I figured that with all the all the friendships and, and relationships I built over there, that I could come back here and, and just keep working uh, from here. Doing, so so in storyboarding was the one job that I knew I could do from here because I was already I was directing I was doing some producing and stuff but I knew that I could do the storyboards from Columbus and uh, you know I mean other than some dry spots here and there I mean I've worked pretty continuously for over 20 years now and Columbus, you raised your family here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Columbus is living Worthington. I mean, it's, 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 mm-hmm. it's great to be able to do something. What you do, which is received on a national level, to be able to do it locally. I mean, that's that's great. Where you don't have to be, yeah, in L.A. Well, or in and, New York City, and obviously the cost of living mm-hmm. is much way better, better. Way mm-hmm. better. You get it's a like lot a more bang for your buck. Yeah, and I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm not from here originally, but I've never heard of this this cartoon legacy. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's awesome. Totally. Yeah. yeah no. Well, and it's, you know, you know, we have the Billy Ireland Cartoon Library here at Ohio State. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that's, and there's some. I mean, you, got, I mean, you, you mentioned Jeff Smith, uh, the, the, the Bones, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. But, I mean, there's plenty of other big cartoonists that have come out of. Ohio and Columbus, you know, like Milton Kniff, but but, Steve you know, Canyon, Steve mm-hmm. Canyon, Steve Canyon. The Pirates. Yeah, there's a whole museum of Steve yeah. Canyon. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would, I read Steve Canyon in the comics, you know, growing in up in the newspaper. In the newspaper. Well, yes. that's how the library got started because he made, he donated everything to, I forget what it was called back in the day, but that was the foundation of the library. Did, correct me for did did Milton Kniff also do Dondi? Or no, man. That was a, wasn't that a British? Was that British? Strip? Yeah. I don't know why I could uh, associate Kniff with Dondi as well, but I, you correct That's me. Some and, and, fever dream. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but let's let's. Uh, there's two things I still want to get to before this is all said and done, and uh, maybe this next subject also answers the question that I have: How much of you personally, your your thoughts, your feelings? your emotions, how much of you goes into the stories and the artwork that you create? Like the books, you mean? Like, well, let's talk about the book. This is the first one in a series of now three. Yeah. This is Giants Beware. This is uh, you and uh, Jorge, I don't know, pronounce his last name for me. Jorge Aguirre. Okay, yeah, I could never <laughs> pronounce nice. it like that. And he's from Columbus. He'd too. be very we, proud. We went to film school. <laughs> we all went to film school together. Yeah, yeah we're going to talk about film here at the end, but I want to talk yeah. about this because you mentioned it earlier and you got and you, and you immediately woke up, that's my baby. Yeah, said, yeah. This is my baby. This is Giants Beware. This is about um, uh, the adventures of Claudette who wants to be a giant slayer. 
Yep. Right? Right? Yep. And her friends that tag along, Gaston, a pastry chef, and uh, uh, the wannabe, I call her the Marie. wannabe princess. Marie. The, the aspiring her, her princess, friend, as you yeah. say to it. Uh, Marie. And the adventures of of them. Uh, wanna, but it's, I mean, you open up the first first page. This is, this. It, if you look this up, this is like for kindergarten through eighth I was grade. I ask what, what mm-hmm. age. Kindergarten age through eighth grade. grade. But if you look at the first page, <laughs> It's the baby feet eating giant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is dark and disturbing right out of the gate. Yep. And yet it goes. Tell, tell us about this. Why, why is this your baby? And well, how did it come to be? So, um, you know, as a teenager and then in, at, in college and stuff. <laughs> yeah. The autograph. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is an autograph copy. Thank well, you. Yeah, that was a long yeah, time ago. Yeah. A long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, even through college and, and film school and stuff, I was always like doing uh, comic book samples, you know, to send to Marvel and DC and whatever. Um, and I just kept trying. I it just, it, you know, I couldn't, I just kept getting rejection letters and my heart wasn't in it. But I always knew that I wanted to do comics at some point. Um, but the timing actually worked out. Because by the time I got around to doing this book, I felt like I had all these years behind me of, of experience and, and developing my own style and my own sense of story and taste and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And, you know, uh, and it's my own style, you know. So the thing about these books is that, you know, when I'm working on a show, um, you know, you were talking about drawing, being able to draw in different styles. <clears throat> um, you know, and that's part of the gig. I have to be able to draw Curious George like Curious George. I can't do my own version of <laughs> Curious George or Batman yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know. Um, so, and, you know, I mean, I'm when I'm storyboarding, I'm working with the director and, and I get notes and this and that and changes. Um, but when we do these books... Um, it's all us, you know. I mean, we're like our bo- our own bosses. I mean, our editor was really hands on most of the time. You know, he trusted our story sense and all that. <clears throat> and I got to create the world. I got to design the characters. Um, and Horai did all the dialogue, right? He wrote the storylines, or what? He yeah. Did? So you know, we uh, I came up with the the original premise and the yeah. character, some of the char- you know, most of the characters, and then. So Jorge and I, well, let me backtrack a little bit because uh-huh. Jorge, uh, he's one of my oldest friends. I've known him as long as I've known you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he went to film school uh, and he was mostly a writer. Although, you know, he meant films, but that was like his, his thing. Um, and we worked on some projects together in school and then out of school, we, you know, I helped him up with some stuff too. And we just kept wanting to do a project together we you know we just kept wanted to have that collaboration continue so when i came up with the idea for this i brought it up to him and i was like this is something you think you'd be interested in and he looks like yeah yeah yeah. let me take a look at it so he went off and based on the the sketches and the premise he came up with the bigger world and the, the larger story and the story arc um but then the way we do these books, we spend a lot of time uh, 
working out the story together, you know, uh, from outline to full script and all that. And um, it was a real collaboration, you know, it's like a real back and forth between the two. So it's not like it's, I want to, I like to say it's, it's our book because really it's that title of a collaboration. It's, it's, it's your book and, and, and the story's great. And there's two other books. So what's, stopping this or preventing <laughs> this from being like an animated uh, feature of um, some sort. Oh, believe me, we pitched it uh, many times. The book, yeah. I mean, you read the reviews on this book and then from Publishers Weekly on, yeah. the, the reviews, are, they're all rave reviews. And it, it, it seems, especially now, it seems uh, right right in the wheelhouse. Yeah. It, well, graphic novels are gaining in popularity yeah. regardless. Yeah. I know, but also the positive message, too. Well, there's no, a, I get what you're saying. There's a real positive message oh, yeah, in, for sure. in here as well. And, and, and I guess that's when it goes back to my original question. How much of you goes into what, I mean, what, what inspired this particular the character? character? The girl? Yeah. Um, it had to come from somewhere. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I keep a sketchbook and I'm always just doodling and, and coming up with characters out of my head and that particular character that little girl with the crazy hair and the yeah. round head who's Claudette I mean Claudette came from somewhere well Claudette I, I came I think so someone well, that you want to spend a lot of time with yeah, yeah. so so this this little character like her attitude and her kind of her personality was there and I just kept drawing her and in, in different scenarios some you know as a little punk rocker or this mm -hmm. or that um, and then I think we were on a, on a, on a road trip to uh, Hilton Head for, you know, vacation. And I had hours and hours of driving and you know how your mind wanders, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so on that road trip, I came up with the idea of setting it in medieval t times and this fantasy with the giant and all this stuff. And as soon as we got to the, to the condo. I was like, I gotta write this stuff down, man. I was just, you know, on fire. Um, so, so that was the beginning. It was almost like this character was just looking for a story, you know. And so then, once we figured that out, uh, you know, between Jorge and I, it just kind of like it flew. It, it just out. flew, and to the point now where you know, I mean. I know her, I can hear her in my head, right. you know, in a way. And so I can Jorge, I mean, uh, it's the greatest pleasure, you know, getting to draw these characters and her. Um, like I said, you know, we did three books. and uh, But, you know, I've been doing these books while I'm still working in animation. Right. And, you know, it's a lot of work. This, this, it's your side hustle. It's my side <laughs> hustle. <laughs> if you yeah. can call this a side hustle. Yeah. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah. And there's three of them. Like I said, there's Monsters Beware. And dragons beware. Will there be a fourth one? Um, maybe in the when far it comes? future. Yeah, I mean, right now, Jorge and I are working on um, a young adult graphic novel, and it's actually one of two books for the same publisher. Um, and the story takes place in Columbus, actually. Uh, it's called um, Call Me Iggy, and it's about this uh, Colombian American kid. Actually, his parents are from Colombia. He uh, was born and raised in Columbus. Sounds familiar. 
Yeah, right. So it's kind of, <laughs> you know, a lot of it is based on Jorge, you know, yeah. which is, that's, you know, he's Colombian-American. Um, and the story takes place before and after the 2016 election. Um, so it's already like... Uh, uh, historical yeah yeah <laughs> right. fact, yeah, you know every time it comes up but um but yeah so anyway so so the story i'll try to give you the elevator pitch because it gets kind of complicated but okay. this it's about this kid trying to find his uh identity because he's never as as he was growing up he never felt that sense of of being a, a latino and you know that sense of culture or whatever the culture got lost yeah, because his parents wanted him to assimilate, mm-hmm. and all, you know. Um, so, so the story starts in the uh, first day of, of uh, freshman uh, high school, and he ends up in Spanish class by mistake. He doesn't speak any Spanish, but everybody thinks he's gonna ace it. <laughs> and this girl that he's had a, a crush on for a, for a long time sits next to him and she's in the class he's like oh man now i gotta stay in spanish you know Mm -hmm. so through a series of events that's you know a little convoluted um the ghost of his dead grandfather shows up you know his colombian grandfather and and it it kind of turns into almost like a serial the bergerac thing he's like well he's like well i can teach you spanish if that's what you want and you want to get this girl i'll teach you a guy named joe Yeah, yeah 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 But so it starts going really well. He starts studying with the girl, you know, they got a thing going on. But eventually, the grandfather can only teach him so much because he's an illiterate farmer, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so his grades start, you know, going down. And so he ends up asking this, this Mexican girl at the school uh, who's a DACA kid, you know, and a dreamer. Um, and, uh, so anyway, so, so they make a deal. This isn't the elevator pitch. I just realized it's, it's really, it's <laughs> really, really long. Elevator I know, ride. man, it's, it's really hard to, Here we to, are. Cause, it's al- <laughs> cause it's almost like two books and one, you know, it starts out of one thing and turns into another. But what happens is the Mexican girl says to him, I'll, I'll teach you Spanish. Uh, but you have to help me work after school he's like yeah sure so he ends up cleaning offices with her and her parents that's what they do for a living you know and uh and you know so over time he starts to appreciate what she has with her family which is really different than what he has with his family um and on top of all this there's a specter of what's going to happen during the election you know Trump and all the all the shit he's talking about right. immigrants and all this stuff which could affect their lives Ex- yeah exactly. exactly so there's like right. real stakes for for the girl you know? uh, yeah high high stakes all the way yeah. around sounds like a bunch of left wing propaganda to me that's right <laughs> <laughs> so so that's that's the story but man I've, I've been working on this book for a long time so it's a passion project well, it, is, it sounds like it. I mean, just from everything you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that it's it's a totally different style than these books. It's more a little more realistic. So if this is if this is your baby, the project you're talking about now is your teenager. 
<laughs> uh, really hard to handle teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, it sounds uh, like you were the driver for the, the first set of books, and Jorge's more the driver on the second. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Because it's more from his perspective. And, and, this, right. and, and this this project will, will be a graphic novel as it well? It will be a graphic novel as well, and there's two, you know. So we're finishing up the first one, and then we just um, – plotted out the second one so we'll be jumping on that later this year too okay and you know i mean original i'm sorry oh same publisher yeah local publisher or no it's it's uh first second books which is part of macmillan yeah okay i've walked into shops in california and it's sitting right there on the table yeah yeah sweet yeah yeah it's It's still like a zine (laughs) (laughs) no it's legit this is this is the real deal man this is this is incredible uh so it, it it and while you're gave us the very long elevator pitch <laughs> while it's going to be a graphic novel yeah. that could also you know it, you could you could have also been pitching a film which well, brings me to my next set of questions yeah. you have a history with this guy that we never see we only see his thumb uh, on the on the youtube videos every yeah. once in a while we see john whitney yeah. but john whitney is a guy that i've been working with for the last few years you work with him in the in the, in the in the good old bad old days, you guys have known each other since film school. Uh, yeah, the late eighties, I believe, is the yeah. first time we met. Probably eighty eight, somewhere in there. Yeah, you were you were you were you were in the uh, gra- you were in the grad school when I when I showed up. So, and I want to your master's. I want to talk about some of the stuff you guys have worked on together because I think I accidentally worked on something with you both. Uh, Accidentally. <laughs> well, I was in the. I was. I was. I think my credit was associate producer on a little film called Eroded. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Which yeah. Uh, you were involved with as far as uh, art direction. Well, Eroded was funny because I, I, that was just some sketch I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was but, a, so I used to go hang out at his at his I guess house and his little his room where his little where he had his drawing table and I just. It's called that studio. It's studio. Studio. <laughs> I, and I was freelancing, you know, and I didn't have anything to do. So I said, Ralph, I'm going to come over and hang out. Okay, come on over. And then, then there's uh, this drawing of this guy sitting on a park bench with a face sticking out of the ground. And I always saw it every, every, every time I was there. I was like, oh, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> and you were like, oh, it's just a doodle. <laughs> <laughs> a doodle. So you tell me you wrote it, started with a doodle? Basically, right? Something, yeah, like just this image. image on the, on the wall. It's just this image that... Spoke, spoke to him. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. And but then I, I did storyboards on it. Yeah, he did the storyboards yeah, on it. Yeah. Storyboards. He also is. Uh, you can see him in our little film, The Street Where We Live. Yes. Raphael plays the barista. That's right. And oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Oh, you forget about that little role. You forget about the little roles. No, he plays the barista. The day player. That's right. Day player. Ralph, what you doing? Come on over, man. What am I doing? Yeah. Do you, you gonna? You gotta. We'll figure it out. Gonna, we'll figure it out. <laughs> what am I gonna be? Yeah. Get behind the counter. Yeah. Yeah. But so uh, but then I was an Uber driver. We couldn't figure uh-huh. out an Uber driver. Yeah, okay. Well, all at right. the time, I don't think Uber was as yeah, at that right, time. Okay. At that okay. time of uh, all right that period. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you in as an Uber driver. We'll figure it out. <laughs> he so wants to be I'll an Uber driver. Uber driver in the next movie. Oh yeah yeah yeah. The street where we live, by the way, is available on. DVD on Walmart.com and DeepDiscount.com and a couple of other places. That I, we just That's found right. out it's out on DVD and nobody yeah. told us. Yeah, oh, still have DVD players. It's yeah, been, it's yeah. been two years out, and then uh, yeah. yeah. But I also acted on a short film he did. That's right, Software X. Software X. That's right. Which uh, 
Yes. That would make my heart hurt. But yes. Software X was supposed to be a bigger project yeah. for us. Oh, yeah, right, which right. Which is right. why we made Street Where We Live, because we got, we got uh, tired of waiting around, not making a movie. Around. Yeah. But uh, and then uh, I want to talk, what's, what's uh, it, am I pronouncing it right? Is it Chaos? The movie, the movie Chaos, there's on your IMDb page, there's a movie called Chaos on your IMDb page. You can't trust IMDb chaos. fully sometimes. Nothing to do with that one? Yeah, what, what's it say? What is it's chaos? It's shot in Puerto Rico, and it's, uh, it's a... Oh, you, that must be... You want an Oscar a, for oh, it? Oh, yeah. that, that was the fucking porno you were on, man. <laughs> uh, damn it. I, I thought <laughs> that was kind of... And I asked about The reason I asked about it, I was looking at it on IMDb, and I'm looking at it, and it's all... Shot in Puerto Rico, and I'm like, okay, where's where's what's what's Raphael doing in this one? I, I didn't see anything in there, but it's about the uh, <laughs> <a little laughs> uprising and a virus that gets in the water. And I don't know. It sounds cool. I'll yeah, take credit for it. <laughs> right, so that's, cool. that's that's not yours. I mean, it must be somebody else. Okay, thing. chaos. Congratulations. Out, yeah. Because it, because it shows up on his IMDb page, <laughs> you you get a plug. You get a free plug. You get a free plug. Well, yeah. I mean, it's spelled C A. OS. Oh, okay. I'll have to take a look at it. I mean, the IMDb, I would say it's about 90% accurate. But there's some other stuff out in there. I'm like, I didn't work on that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's a little bit there. Wikipedia in it where you can add, people can add stuff that. Oh, know, maybe. Oh, yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah, you can. Usually it's the producers that do all that stuff. Right? So do you like making films? Yeah, man. I mean, I mean you, could, you, could, you, could you step away from just this? Everything animated and 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 leave this type of art away to go ahead and work with real people. Yeah, man, that's a tough question. I mean, at this point in my life, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, to me, making these real books, people suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're very difficult. But we're very difficult but, to deal with. You know, making when I make these books, to me, they're like making a film. Right. You know, I mean, the scale of it, the scope. You know, we uh, we structure them like a film, you know, three acts. And we do, you know, there's all kinds of character development. Mm -hmm. We're creating a world. It takes a long time to make, just right. like a film. So to me, even though I'm not, I'm making films on paper in a way, you know. And this new book I'm working on, when you read it, it reads like a film too, you know. So... So don't you have the, don't 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 you want these to be filmed? Oh, totally. Well, like right. I was gonna say, so you, you know, said, you said you've pitched this. So yeah, we have an agent out, you know, who's who's pitched these books from the get go, and and we've come close actually to to getting deals out of it. But but at the beginning, you know, like uh, that movie Brave, that Pixar movie had just come out. And they were like, ah, oh, she's a redhead. That oh, we already have a redhead. We already got that. Are you kidding me? They yeah, actually yeah, yeah. said that this has been done. Yeah, yeah. DreamWorks was like, oh, we love it, but we already have something with giants in development. Um, Fox was really interested at one point, like really, really, like almost, you know, close to signing a deal. But, but then they they realized that it was still too young of a project. Like they like to make movies that hit like a like a this, wider demographic. This is, this is girl power. To I know, I know, man. I mean, we still have hope that it's gonna. Get made well, someday, they, you know? My boy's nine and my daughter's seven. I, and I want to go buy it for him. <laughs> like, I know, I think they both would dig it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's mm -hmm. well, in the cool thing it. about it. It's so cool that a lot of kids read the book and they don't even realize it's, it's a girl till they're deep into the book. Sure. Right. Yeah. You know, because there's nothing, the only thing that gives it away is a little piggy tail thing. On, you yeah. know, I mean, she doesn't, 
it's like the whole idea of these books it's like taking the the that fantasy story the taking those tropes and just flipping them you know um so the heron is a girl marie who's the princess she actually wants to be a diplomat more than anything <laughs> else and she's like an intellect and her little brother gaston he's like he just wants to be like the best baker you know pastry chef in the world right. you know keep forgetting about the dog yeah. oh the dog valiant yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. is the dog the little pug who's based on a pug i, I, yeah, I was gonna say is the dog based on, if you're gonna draw a dog it's gotta be based on yeah. a dog that's been yeah. in your life a little pug oliver we had for a few years um but yeah so so i think a lot of the success you know with this book like critically and stuff was that idea that um we were just taking these tropes and and flipping them and, and, mm -hmm. and making it a positive thing, you know, mm -hmm. with, yeah. with these characters. Now you did a great job with it. Let me ask you this. Um, you've had incredible success. You've had, a, uh, like you said, you've, you've uh, had limited amounts of downtime where, where there wasn't any work and you've done a lot of great work. You know, just like I said, I could go through the credits for five minutes and say everything you've done. What is it that you still want to do when you see these huge uh, animated success films, the Pixar's, the, the Disney's that that you know that go on and, and to some actually get nominated for a, a Academy Awards yeah. uh, before it's all said and done? Um, where where do you want to go? What is it that you still want to do? What's 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 still left, or are you content with where you're at right now? And that's fine too. Well, I mean, I'm content to uh, an extent, but I mean, as an artist, you always have to keep growing and like moving forward, right? I mean, I mean, I imagine that's the same with you guys, right? Right. I I keep saying I still have uh, one more chapter. Oh yeah, totally. One more creative chapter to yeah, write before yeah, it's yeah. all said and done, mm -hmm. which so, I better freaking hurry up because yeah. you know start getting, <laughs> not getting yeah. any younger. But, um, but you know, I mean, honestly, um, my ultimate goal would be to uh, just do this stuff full time, and just you know, I mean, animation is awesome, and I'm in a union. It's fantastic, great benefits. And, you know yeah it's all it's 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 amazing and i have a family so in a way you know i'm still in animation because i have to make sure i'm you know mm -hmm. providing for my family and keep our, our health insurance going and stuff could be worse <laughs> no 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 i mean i'm not complaining yeah. and trust me listen i mean anytime i find myself complaining about such a long day blah 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 you know i always think i'm like like shut up! You're so lucky to be doing this. Yeah, you're, yeah, gonna, you're, you're not digging. Factory, I'm dude. not digging ditches. You're not yeah. digging ditches. Nothing wrong with digging ditches. Yeah, yeah, That's absolutely. what you do for a living. God bless you. We are people. Somebody's got to But you know, but trust me. I mean, I, I I realize how lucky I am to be doing what I'm doing, and and for as long as I've been doing it. Um, but I know that there's this other career that I I'll, I'll transition to eventually, which is just doing books full time. Mm -hmm. You know, graphic novels or, and picture books and that kind of thing. Uh -huh. you know and what? I can do that till I drop. Well, man, uh, this has been interesting, fascinating, and, and I'm glad we got some time 
to spend with you finally and talk about all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, the continued success. Thank you. And and with it, whatever project comes up next, I know it's going to have your own personal stamp on it. Uh, well, right now I'm working. Can you draw, <laughs> draw me into the next one, please? Just the tall, weird guy in the corner. Or oh, I can like do that, that very right, easily. Cool. Wearing a Bengals jersey. <laughs> I just finished working on uh, Animaniacs. And uh, I actually worked on the original oh, anime. Oh, yeah, that would get one of my favorite childhood cartoons. They were great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's right. I forgot to re- redoing it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I just finished working on the reboot and the third season of it. Um, so that was cool working on a show that I worked on before. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Same producers that called you back? Uh, no, hardly anybody from the original. Oh, wow. Oh, wait, so they're already in season three of the new, new reboot? On Hulu, they just premiere season two. So season three, I got, I got, I'm, I'm behind. Yeah, I gotta yeah. watch it with my kids. But it's great. It's just as good as the original. Cookie, in, in my opinion, funny. Yeah, they did the the uh, instead of the go, go, was it the Good Feathers? Yeah, yeah good the feathers. Good Feathers where the they're feathers. pigeons. Yep. doing uh, the, the, the you know, Godfather. Yeah, doing the Godfather. And I got to write a couple stuff. episodes on it too. Oh, did you really? That's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> nice, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's sweet. Um, what a great show. Because at the time, you know, do you like your writing as much as you do your artwork? Well, I want to see. Are you in the writing skill? But so back, you know, back at the time when when I was at Warner Brothers, like nowadays, if you're at a studio, you know, you're working on a project for eight nine months, and if there's nothing coming up, they'll lay you off. But back then, if you were out at the studio, they'd keep you around, you know, during hiatus until we got the green light or whatever. So after, so we're working on Animaniacs, and then we were on a hiatus, and the producers were like. Why don't you guys come up with ideas and story? You know, if we like them, we'll make them. We're like, all right. So I just started writing all this stuff. And uh, so they picked two of my ideas. One was where uh, Wacko, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the crazy one. Um, he gets the hiccups. There's actually a crazy oh, they're one all, they're in the anime next. Aren't they all <laughs> crazy? All or he's yeah. the craziest he's one? He's the craziest one. I forget. They, they, they explain it in the song. They, they do. But I forget they which do. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Walker gets the hiccups and they keep trying all these different, you know, uh, methods and, and cures and nothing works. So they go around the world trying to find a cure. That's the premise, you know. <clears throat> and then the other one I wrote was there was a character Chicken Boo. I don't know if you remember Chicken Boo. It was like a Western. No, Chicken Boo was like this giant chicken. But it wouldn't like maybe uh, yeah okay okay. But he never talked. He never talked. He, yeah yeah. He okay, never talked. Okay. So I'm it was, vaguely remembering all. It's all coming back. My child is. That's boring. right. So it was Chicken Boo as Forrest. <laughs> chicken Boo as Forrest Gump, basically. Oh. <laughs> okay. So we do the whole. I get it. Uh, the whole Forrest Gump, the whole story. Oh man, that's you know, funny. And uh, and I actually have a cameo in that one. Um, you had to draw yourself? No, no, no. The guy who's our character designer on our crew uh, did a caricature of me one day just for fun. You Which know? apparently you don't know how to do. I don't. <laughs> you can't do well, a caricature. Well, he really captured me, man. It's incredible. <laughs> so, so I end up in the in the episode as a hippie. You know, there's that scene. You remember in uh, in uh, Forrest Gump where they're in the uh, in the reflecting pool at right. the Lincoln Memorial, uh, and there's Chicken Boo, and so I so I just have this. Just one line where it wasn't even me saying the line, but it's my character as a hippie. He's like, "Hey man, he's a chicken," you know. <laughs> they all piss off, right? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm excited. I'm gonna go watch uh, Animaniacs. Go watch it. They're on, they're on Hulu, man. The same show. Nice. <laughs> 
right, before we go, how do we? Well, I, I granted, I I gave it a head start before uh, anybody got here. The Tennessee Jack Daniels, very rested, good, very good. Rested rye, the rest mm-hmm. of Tennessee rye. You guys like this? Yes, yeah, I like it. It's it really mellowed out after. Uh, would after you that's say melted? I, I, did you think it needed to mellow out? No, I, 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 I got right away. I, I thought it was mellow from the good right good. out of the gate. Yeah, I, I wasn't unbearable, but I could tell it was a young, spicy. You've had juice. so many far more potent ryes on this. I, I didn't say it was bad. I could just. I was. I blindly tasted it, thinking that it was going to be a sweet bourbon. So I was kind of caught. Oh, up so guard. so the rye caught you off yeah. guard. Sometimes like rye more than I do mm. bourbon. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. nice to change it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have as much of a bite, usually, right? The I mean, rye? The rye. You know, some people think rye, that's why some people don't like rye, because oh, they think really? it has too much of a bite. Oh, yeah. I, I, I taste the rye on my tongue a lot more, like it sizzles a little bit, which is nice. Oh, really? I call that the yeah. Kentucky kiss. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. And when you're 189 bottles in on a podcast, you you start to... Wow. we got to publish the list again. So <laughs> The publish the list. If you stacked up those bottles, that go up to the... So Top sad. of the Levec Well, no, but it's so uh, Karina made Karina Nova, who was on last week, made fun of my my list because it's it's handwritten. Two full pages. Oh wow! Maybe if you let me borrow it one time, I'll t- type it out and, and just make it a list. Did we take a picture of this once? In yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Online. I mean, but it was only it was only like two sides at the time because well, looks like the Unabomber. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're only manifesto. You know, <laughs> it does look like a manifesto. We're a couple months away from bottle two hundred. I don't know what the two hundred <clears throat> bottle is going to be. Uh, you know what? It, it, you it should think, be your bottle. It maybe maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I can't wait that long. Come on, okay. All right. Why? I think we either go like crazy, crazy, like uber rare, or just like find the shittiest. No, no, I think I, I was thinking. I was thinking mm-hmm. go the other way. The shittiest. Yeah, the just the, shittiest. The, 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 you know, like some bottom shelf bullshit. Yeah. I think was. <laughs> I, I think our hundredth bottle was 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 something was was William the Van Winkles. Yeah, it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think we did that. Yeah. I think, I think we, we did ten year or twelve year. And one of the other. Well, yeah. no. So let's buy the cheapest shit we can find and mix it all together. Make our own blend. Go to UDF. The Infinity Bottle. Two hundred bottle. The Infinity Bottle turned out well. My second Infinity Bottle, I'm not that crazy about. Yeah. You know what an Infinity Bottle is? No, I don't. That's when you have like the last remnants of of a bottle. You know, like half an ounce yeah. or yeah. even less than that. And you just pour it into a community bottle, and then when you get another bottle that's got a happy poured in there, so, oh, and so it's like backwash. So it's, a, it's not even exactly. no, I mean, but not really. But, no, but, uh, not not quite and, enough for a you pour. Let them sit and marry, and then you see what you get. And the first oh. one turned out rather, rather tasty, and yeah. the second one is okay. It's palatable, but it wasn't as good as the first one. I haven't had much success with my Infinity bottles lately. I, just, I, 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 I just keep fra- I get, Oh, uh, fuck it. I just start I drink them before I can fill it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I only have like that much in. I'm like, man, nah, it's good enough. In the infinity bottle? <laughs> yeah. No, man. You gotta, you gotta I don't be, have to, I'm not patient enough. You gotta fill, put the, no, infinity, fill the infinity bottle and hide it. Do you have a special bottle for the infinity bottles? Yeah, it's in the other room. Right. See, that way I don't. And that, and well, that you one? know what? What the hell? You know, let's. <clears throat> I'll let you taste this current. Infinity oh, man. Bottle. Really? Okay. Yeah, why not? Is the podcast over with? No, it's not. I stopped recording 20 minutes ago. Oh, oh man. man. No. No. No, 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 no. It's the extended edition. <clears throat> so that's the Infinity Bottle. That's, this is the second Infinity Bottle. That's a. I got to finish this first. Beautiful yeah. decanter. Is that right? Yeah. The whiskey business decanter. The whiskey business decanter. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead, man. Pour a little bit. Really? You have to drink it neat, so that way you can really taste it. 
that, that's just my that's what I'm saying because I'm too lazy to go get more ice so uh, go ahead pour a little bit oh okay I'll, I'm, I'm still working on let's the do a, let's, do roses, a t- let's do a toast alright we'll do Hello, a toast and wrap this thing up yeah yeah that's the other thing I love about podcasts who cares how fucking long they go? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and in my head, I'm already thinking, what am I going to cut out? What am I going to no, cut this out? Is only an hour and 20. <laughs> that's, that's a, We've had longer that's, ones. That's There's this podcast. Uh, I was doing so well. Other. I was doing so well. well without, Greg needs to do some uh, uh, some housekeeping before we uh, toast. I know, yeah. yeah. Before you want to do the housekeeping before we toast? Yeah, because the toast is always good for the last thing, right? Housekeeping. You're such a good director. <laughs> John Whitney, such a good director. All right, do the housekeeping. Trying to keep you on task there, dude. Do the housekeeping <laughs> first, and then we'll wrap it up. WhiskeyBusinessPod.com. That's mm-hmm. our uh, website for everything, uh, including archived episodes uh, where you can find the episode uh-huh. where we do our uh, watershed tasting mm-hmm. and our barrel selection. That's going to be coming out pretty soon. Um, you can find some of your, your writing, some of John's I need, I need videos. To write, I, need to, I need to write some more <laughs> stuff. I need to put yeah. some stuff up there. I haven't um, done that But in a videos, while. Uh, too. Uh, um, Whiskey Wisdoms. Whiskey uh, Wisdoms are up does. there. Um, and maybe we could put a link to uh, some of your stuff, Raphael, on this episode. Yeah, do you have a website? Uh, I'm on Instagram. But actually, uh, you know, uh, part of the uh, Columbus Makes Art uh, campaign. Mm-hmm. So I have a page on their website, and there's a commercial that they shot with me at my studio and stuff. Well, that's cool. So that's all there. Okay. Uh, so so what, what's it? ColumbusMakesArt.com, right? Columbus Makes Art or Art Makes Columbus. I think you can do either one. Okay. And, then, yeah. and and what's your Instagram handle? Uh, <laughs> I think, no, I think Rafael underscore six one four. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I think. Uh, we'll, we'll tag. We'll try to tag oh. you. Or, or yeah. just search Rafael Rosado. Uh, come on. Come on. But we are, we are on Instagram, Whiskey Business on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. YouTube whiskey business with Dino Tripodis. Mm-hmm. See all of John's uh, amazing film working. Yeah, film our work. most recent YouTube is our episode with Karina Nova, yep. which mm-hmm. a lot of people are checking out. Just she, see I that. just saw a picture of her on Instagram out in, in her new job in San Francisco. Yep. She took a picture in front of the big ABC awesome. sign out there. So best of luck to Karina. That's it. And uh, evergreenpodcasts.com. That's yep. our uh, network we belong to. Thank you guys for them. Uh, yeah, check them out. Uh, and so they're, 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 they've got a ton of podcasts from everything from kids stuff to uh um, true crime uh yeah. so it's, they cover it's, the bases they're, they're, cool. they are truly they our guests range from a to z their podcasts yeah, range from point. a to z mm-hmm. uh so yeah they're 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 great and we always appreciate the fact that they're still keeping us in the family <laughs> yeah, they so kicked us out. uh rafael thank you so much for being with us hey thank you for having me Pleasure, glad sir. I could finally make it. Yeah, yes. man. I'm glad it all worked no. out. I'm glad it all worked out. Let's. Uh, this is the. Inf- uh, you know, I make no promises about right, this. You don't right. have to shoot it. You can just sip all it. Right, I'll just sip it. That's not bad. It's not bad, but it's not as good as the first one. Mm, it's, it's not quite as smooth as the first. No. one. have room to add more, though. It's not as horrible as you made it sound. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's not what as horrible. What? You still have a little room to add more to it. You no, know? no, 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 no. This was full. Oh, oh, oh okay. That was this, uh, this was for. I would not have uncorked it until okay. it married right. for a while. No, 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 no. All right. No. All right, There's another one that's that I'm working on. In a closet somewhere. It would have been nice to put Ooh. a little bit of this in there, but oh well. Oh. Look who I'm working with. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So can't win. <laughs> you drink it, you don't drink it. You don't drink it. On behalf of 
Greg Hansberry on the audio side. John Whitney, on, there's the classic thumb. John Whitney on the video side. Our guest, Rafael Rosado. Uh, look him up and check out his work, and you've already enjoyed his work. Trust me, if you watch anything that's animated, you've seen his work. And also, uh, people can get this. is available on Amazon.com, yep. right? Yep. Right, And then and, and, and other bookstores as well. They can go to Barcelona Noble. They can go to uh, mm-hmm. Leff and Ogre, comic right. bookstore. And there's three of them. So What's the our center? They have, yeah, time. monsters beware, dragons beware, and who knows what the? For, I, I jokingly said, <laughs> Trumpers beware. Yeah, <laughs> that would be but awesome. There'll be there'll be more someday. You know. Yeah. yeah. Zombies seems like a natural. Yeah, you're, run, you're running out of yeah. uh, creatures. Vampires, vampires, zombies. zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This seems to be awesome. Exes. Uh, maybe maybe I maybe we were done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And my name, by the way, I'm your host, Dino Tripotas. And until the next bottle, see ya. In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that help shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network.